Report. How to optimise online sessions. Remote recording at home has received a high profile during lockdown. It's getting increasingly popular. But how can you make the most of online session work? Report by Will Simpson. The studios are closed, just like the venues, bars and rehearsal rooms. At the time of writing, the UK is still in lockdown and it looks like it might be some time before we'll see a live gig unmediated via a computer screen. But music goes on. It has to. It continues behind closed doors and online. And sessions are still happening. It's just that they are taking place in musicians' home studios and being sent to producers via sound files. Even before the COVID-19 crisis, many MU members were already recording their parts remotely, and it looks likely that this way of recording will, to some extent, become a permanent feature of the session world. Essential to being able to participate in a remote session is some sort of home recording facility. It doesn't take a lot, musician Robin Harris explains. A semi-decent condenser mic would probably do it. An audio interface for your computer, a digital audio work platform like Logic, Cubase, even GarageBand. You can pick one up for £100. And a quiet room. Admittedly harder to find during lockdown while kids are being homeschooled and families are living on top of one another. But then again, now might be the perfect time to soundproof your recording space. Fasten those egg boxes and place that mattress against the wall. You want to find the location that has consistent background as the sound, he says. You need to have a clean gain signal. There is never one definitive mic placement, so you have to do some research. Don't think that buying an expensive mic is going to cure all your problems. You'll have to pay a little bit of attention to the room you're in. Remote control. Indeed, one of the facets of remote sessions is the way it asks the musician to think about these issues and take on some of the roles traditionally associated with studio staff. You're covering a number of jobs, says Graham Flowers, a London-based trumpet player whose remote session work has increased steadily over the last couple of years. Effectively, he says, you're a studio assistant because you've got to set up mics, but you're also being a kind of producer because you're having to have an overview of what you're doing. Does that sound any good? Is the sound of my instrument okay? Does it fit with everything? And actually, playing your instrument is often the bottom of the list. It's the last thing you're thinking of, which is the hard part of this online thing. I talk to a lot of friends who do this, and they say that what would normally have been a three-hour session takes all day, because they've got so much to think about. Many feel that this added responsibility should be reflected financially. If you are going into a studio, you'd get your standard fee, explains MU Sessions official Sam Jordan. But quite often, musicians are saying, and quite rightly so, I should be given a facility fee because I'm using my own facilities. They're doing all the setup, and that can sometimes take quite a bit of time. MU Session Agreements Before you start any work online at home, the first step is to ensure you get an MU Session Agreement signed to clarify your rights and your fee. The agreement will depend on the type of session it is and will, importantly, clarify exactly what the other party can use the recording for. This allows session musicians to receive further fees if the recording is used again, for example, if it is synced into a film at a later date. In terms of composition and song rights, just as with a normal session, ensure you have discussions as early as possible. If you are contributing to the writing process, you're contributing creatively, 
so it's important to have that conversation, says Sam Jordan. A songshare agreement could be signed off if that's the case. A percentage should be agreed up front. There are other things to bear in mind. Not having a producer on hand means being in close contact with them before, after or even during the online session. Graham Flowers makes sure he preps beforehand. Maybe in the morning I will send an email, he says, clarifying the points that he wants and asking, are you going to be on hand? Will you be at your phone so I can ask any questions? I've had problems in the past doing stuff for American guys, where they're sending you stuff and you're doing it, and then everyone has left the studio and gone home, and then someone comes back with a potential revision. Endless revisions. Flowers advises agreeing up front about the number of potential revisions. In normal times, he says, you're obviously going off to do your shopping. But now there's this thing where you have an unlimited amount of time to keep revising things. And actually, you can't do that. You have to put a limit on your time. Drummer Alex Reeves also highlights the challenges of not having a producer on hand. It can be tricky to know what to play when there's no immediate feedback from the producer. There's often a bit of guesswork, and you must rely upon previous, more communal experiences to know what they want to hear. Sometimes they might come back with something as simple as, yes, I really like that, but could you improve it like this? Sometimes it can be much more involved. So you do another take, send it over and hope that they like it. It can be quite time consuming, but as a process, it's difficult to get around. However, there is the option of having a live video link to the producer, something that drummer Andy Jones has tried. I've been using Zoom with a programme called Loopback, he says, It enables you to route your audio directly from your digital audio workstation to Zoom. So instead of you being on a Zoom call and your inbuilt mic on your laptop being the thing that everyone hears, they hear you through a high-quality mic that you've plugged into your audio interface. You have none of the room noise or the cutting in and out. It does work and it can feel very natural. I was doing this the other day where we were both silent for about 10 minutes. I was working on something and he was writing some lyrics. It was like that natural thing when you're comfortable with someone in a room and it doesn't matter if you stop talking, which you can't do on a phone call, but you can do on a video because you have that other dimension. It's fine online. So assuming you have your recording set up in place, how do you increase your chances of landing this sort of work? With a face-to-face contact temporarily suspended, a social media presence takes on an even greater importance. Trumpet player Paul Spong is a fixer who keeps an eye out for players online. I must say a couple of times recently, I've seen players online where I've thought, ah, great, I can use them because I know they can do that now. Recently, I saw a couple of cellists doing something. I'd used one of them before and I'd forgotten how amazing he was. For the player, that is the best way of doing it, showing people what you can do. Failing that, there is always email or a good old-fashioned phone call. Make contact with the solid connections you have, the people you know you have a musical dialogue with, suggests Graham Flowers. A few key phone calls are worth a lot of Instagram or Facebook likes. I find if you plaster stuff all over social media, you will get a lot of love online, but it may not necessarily turn into work. The new future. Looming over all this is the question of whether the remote online session is just a passing fad or an enduring feature of the post-Covid world. I fear it might accelerate the decline in the studio, says Flowers. The bigger studios will still exist. You'll certainly need them for the sound of the orchestra. 
but for recording a solo instrument, the majority of musicians will have some kind of home setup. So why would you spend two to three hundred pounds a day on a studio in London? I hope that it doesn't become the new norm, says Robin Harris. I don't think you can undersell the value of face-to-face. Whilst it's forcing us to find a different way of working at the moment, I don't think it'll ever replace the importance of musicians being in the same room playing together. Five steps to remote session success. Make sure you are set up technically with a laptop, digital audio workstation and a decent microphone. And of course, a quiet room to record in. If you can afford it, make use of the video link technology that will enable you to communicate while you're recording. If not, make sure you speak to your producer and get a clear brief before you start work. As with any normal session, be careful to sign all the paperwork relating to the session before you start. Don't be afraid to ask for a facilities fee to be included. It's your recording equipment that's being used after all. Don't neglect your playing. With more emphasis on the technical challenges of recording, it's easy to let your performance slip. Aim for a complete take and don't rely on your editing skills to get you through. Keep your online presence and social media accounts updated. For a broad range of advice on session work and the latest MU session rates and agreements, please visit bit.ly forward slash 3cgiofg. Contact MU Session Official Sam Jordan at sam.jordan at the mu.org.